Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, November 16th, 2020. It is early in the morning. Um, I am in the basement here, hence maybe a bit boomier vocal um, atmosphere. Uh, let's see. It has been... when? How long has it been since the last one? Episode 53 was on October 4th, and it's November 16th, so it's been a long time. This is episode 54. Um, well, a lot has happened. Obviously, the big news was the election, which thankfully turned out um, well, except that it's still a little weird and Trump won't concede or can begin the the uh, sort of a transition process. So that's very annoying and it makes it difficult to truly enjoy um, the moment, the achievement. But anyway, it's good that Biden won. Um, it took a few days. Uh, as everyone knows, the election was finally called on Saturday, late morning. And um, that was fun. I was outside on the sidewalk about to start running and then a guy across the street literally came out and just started screaming and um, people looked at him and then he said, Trump won, CNN called it Trump, or I'm sorry, Biden won, Biden won, CNN called it. Um, and so that was pretty exciting and people just kind of looked around and then there was cheering everywhere and yeah, I decided to go for my run and I ran four miles to unending car honking, which was pretty cool. Um I remember running by, there's a bodega on the northwest corner of 4th Avenue and 9th Street, and the family that owns it was outside cheering and like waving American flags, and it was really great. So that was a great day. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to do this episode because so much has happened, but then again, it's like, do you have to hear everything I did in the past six weeks? Probably not. But one thing I will note is that um, I think almost like the day after the last episode, uh, we drove up to Manitou, New York, which is the township, the little, t- little town that's basically um, just north, immediately starting at the Bear Mountain Bridge across the Hudson River on the east side. Um, the next like two miles, if you drive up from the Bear Mountain Bridge, are, are Manitou, New York. Um, and Gabe, my, my friend and bandmate Gabe, um, has left Brooklyn and moved to Manitou. Um, he moved on September 1st, he and his wife Cameron. And they have this incredible house which is on Hudson River Lane, um, which is a private little lane, and it is literally on the Hudson River. Um, so their house, their backyard is the Hudson River. They have this deck and they have some grass, and then they the river like laps up against their sort of the grass basically. And there's a yeah, I guess there's, I'm trying to remember now, there's like kind of a wall, you know, like a cement wall and the river laps up against it. And then also at the edge of their small little yard, you can just kind of, there's a walkway, you can walk into the river if you choose. Um, so it's really great. And the, the Hudson's pretty wide there. So, um, but it's across from West Point and you can almost see the Bear Mountain Bridge. You can see it from their front yard, but oddly not from their backyard, which is on the river. And it's funny, on Saturday afternoon when we were there, there was a lot of noise. Um, and I was like, what's all this noise? And it's just like there's river traffic, train traffic, um, the volunteer fire department across the river, the sirens are always testing. And I mean, it was louder than Cobble Hill. But um, <laughs> anyway, it was nice to go up there um, and 
obviously it's nice to go for a drive. I'm still loving the car we have. It has now 580 miles on it. We've had it about 10 weeks. Um, so given the terms of our lease, which is 39 months and 10,000 miles, um, no wait, 33,000 miles, sorry, 10,000 a year. Um, we're definitely still under that threshold, which is cool. Um, let's see, what else has happened? Uh, oh, I trained to be a poll worker. I went to Borough Hall and trained, and I think I mentioned that before. I didn't get selected, um, but I would marked myself unavailable for election day. Um, I'd marked myself available for all of pre- early voting, but I didn't get selected. Um, it seems like election day is when the people I know that were new this year all got selected, and my coworker, she did not get selected for early voting either. But anyway, now I will do it going forward. Election day, I didn't want to do it because I don't know why. I just It's a long day, and it's just it's hard to get away on a Tuesday for 18 hours. And Tuesdays also happen to be the day where I kind of have to do the most um, Oliver oversight um, due to various work things. Um, on Julie's side. So um, yeah, so anyway, but I did go early voting. Our location was at um, the New York, and uh, what is it? The College of New York School of Technology at um, J and uh, Tillery Street. So it was interesting. It was also interesting to wake up on election day having already voted and also to not go to the library around the corner to vote. Um, anyway, that's voting. Uh, let's see. It felt good to text bank this, this year, which I was text banking for Joe Biden. Thanks to my friend, Steve, who is a, who's deep into it and is now a moderator actually, um, on the Biden, Biden campaign. And so I will keep that up for the Georgia runoffs. Um, I am hoping that they will have a lot of volunteers, including me. Um, so yeah, I've gotten the the bug. It felt good to contribute to do something. I mean, besides like, you know, financial contributions, which of course are meaningful, but it felt good to like put in time and and there were a few instances where I texted back and forth with with voters and they were very meaningful and um pretty wonderful and I'm glad I did it. It was worth it almost for those few experiences. Um but let's see what else. Uh few weeks ago was my coworker Dylan's birthday. I had not seen him since March and he had an outdoor birthday on Vanderbilt Open Streets, um, which he lives on Vanderbilt Avenue in Prospect Heights. So that was nice to see him. Let's see, Oliver and I have been going on little Sunday drives and we went to Roosevelt Island like a month ago and spent the afternoon there. And Roosevelt Island is really, <laughs> really interesting. I, I love it. And I actually would, would not mind living there you know, if if circumstances occurred that caused me to live there, I, w- I would not mind it. It's it's such an interesting, isolated, secluded place in the middle of the East River, directly across from Midtown. It, it's pretty cool, um, and just the parkland is awesome. And so I'm pretty sure it's two miles the circumference of the island. So um, I was thinking about like, oh, if I lived here, I would run around the island twice uh, every morning. Um, so Roosevelt Island, I recommend it. Um, let's see. Other than that, it's, let's, uh, school is going okay. Uh, I don't think Oliver is learning too much. It's just hard. Remote school is hard. Um, I don't know what to do. We actually did enroll him in the open window for hybrid learning. Um, and it's pretty ironic that the window for enrollment into hybrid 
takes place at a time when the schools are in danger of shutting down because we're going to get above this positivity rate that the mayor wants to shut down schools for. So, um, yeah, anyway, we'll see what happens with his enrollment. I don't know when we're going to hear back about a new class or anything like that, but um, I think I've mentioned before that this remote schooling situation has caused Oliver to finally admit that he really does enjoy going to school um, and he likes being there. So hopefully that works out and hopefully the schools won't, won't shut. My older niece's um, school in Red Hook, which is a private school, has shut due to two positive cases and she is devastated because she is such an eager learner and loves school and um, she is a very hard worker and she is very upset and that was tough to see. I feel so bad for her. Hopefully they will open again soon. Um, I don't know what else to say except I have been on, I continue my Impossible Whopper kick. I don't know if I mentioned that I tried an Impossible Whopper from Burger King, the Impossible Burger Whopper, and I love it so much and (laughs) it's great. So I've had like a couple of Impossible Whoppers in the past couple of weeks. I drive to the um, drive through Burger King in on Fort Hamilton Parkway near Greenwood Cemetery. Oh, we went to Greenwood Cemetery over the weekend and Oliver really liked it. And I think he understands the concept of a cemetery. And it's funny, he really enjoys seeing crosses, like Christian crosses, but he has no idea what religion is. And so he asked for a photo of himself next to a cross. Um, and so I took the photos. It was a funny situation. It's this big, huge cross, and it was like looming over him. Um, but I did explain that it was like, you know, grandma goes to church, you know, the church up the street from grandma's house. And so I think you kind of understood it. Um, and uh, yeah, yesterday we went to Prospect Park, me and Oliver. And we drove over, and I parked near almost towards the parade grounds, but a, on Prospect Park Southwest by Vanderbilt Playground, which we, we'd never been to. And it's a really great playground. Um, so he loved that playground. He loved this huge like geometric structure thing. He climbed all over. Um, and then we walked to the pond and looked at the geese. And then we walked up Lookout Hill and then came back down. Um, and then we've been shooting hoops at Bush Clinton Playground in in Red Hook, which is generally completely empty, and it has really nice basketball court and and nets on the hoops, which I insist on. Um, it's across the street from the Saul Goldman Pool and Red Hook Recreation Center, and they have it's an NYC COVID testing site, and I highly recommend it. Um, it's quick, relatively as long as the line's not long. Um, and it's immaculate in there, and the people are super friendly and very excited you're there, and because they they like really believe in testing for all, and that it helps the city to the more people that test, and it was a great experience. So the Red Hook, the Red Hook Community Recreation Center, I recommend, and I think we will be going back frequently. Um, and we were all negative, which is nice. Um, let's see. I guess I will move on to audio listen to a lot of music because it's been so long since the last one barty strange live forever had i not even talked about the barty strange record barty strange is this artist that i first heard about because um alec beam has signed him to brassland and he did a an ep of national covers anyways first album full albums out now in rough trade live forever and it is freaking awesome um it is uh kind of rock kind of soul in a prince way um some great 80s sounds on there too 
Um, highly recommend Live Forever by Bartee Strange. Um, listen to a lot of Van Halen because Eddie died and I still cling to 1984 being um, my favorite. And 5150, I love too. And that's more just probably because of my age. But um, Diver Down is good, but it's, you realize how much filler is on there. Um, S- S- Stephen Thomas Erlewine, who's that rock critic from Ann Arbor, wrote a beautiful essay on his Substack about Eddie Van Halen's career. And it's true, he wrote, it's, it's this funny thing where you can listen to the entire Van Halen album or discography with David Lee Roth, six albums in under three hours. And there's a ton of songs on there that aren't even that great, <laughs> but um, it's still awesome. Um, somehow they just work. Everything in that band clicks. Um, let's see, listen to the new Mary Lattimore, Silver Ladders, um, kind of like avant-garde harp, uh, really nice. The Antlers have a couple of new songs, I guess with an album coming. I listened to the first one, Wheels Roll Home. It is beautiful, typical Antlers. I haven't listened to the second one yet. Um, let's see, Cutting Grass, Sturgill Simpson album, which is like his bluegrass take on some of his previously recorded songs. It reminds me of the concept of Will Oldham's um, Bonnie Prince Billy sings Greatest Palace music where he did country versions of his old palace songs. Um, anyway, Cutting Grass by Sturgill Simpson, highly recommend it. Serpentine Prison by Matt Berninger. Um, it is a very good album. I really like the first few songs on it, especially. Um, yeah, it's a nice record. Uh, and of course, a lot of my pals are on it, which is great to see. Um, like, I think uh, Walter Martin's on it, Kyle Resnick, um, Ben Lands, uh, Matt Barrick. Um, good record. And Booker T. Jones produced it. The Replacements, I listened to the Please to Meet Me thing. Um, I haven't listened to all of the B-sides, but um, it's quite good to listen to that record. Although I do think that record's kind of like perfect and I don't need to hear too many of the B-sides and all that. It's not as like vital a listen as last year's Dead Man's Pop, which was the complete remix of um, Don't Tell a Soul. Like that's still, I, I think Dead Man's Pop, which is the current version, the new version of Don't Tell a Soul is my actual favorite Replacements album. Um, Let's see, Sam Amidon has a new self-titled album. It is classic Sam Amidon, which is kind of folk, kind of weird, kind of avant-garde, very pretty. Um, it's self-titled again. Oh, This Is The Kit has a new record, Off Off On, produced by Josh Kaufman, and it was made at Real World Peter Gabriel Studio in Bath, which is um, or technically in Box in Wiltshire, which is one of the very few places on earth that I have been dying to go to since I was 15 years old, and one day I will go there, and I can't believe Josh made a record there. Anyway. Um, this album is really good. It's just good folk. Um, Kate Stable's voice is excellent. And um, the drumming on it, the rhythm is is fantastic. Um, I asked, jo- I texted Josh about it and he was like, yeah, Kate's been listening to a lot of African rhythms and stuff. I was like, well, it could make sense because a lot of polyrhythms, um, which are just stunning. And there was one thing that in particular, I think it's on the first song, but it's a polyrhythm, like a five over four, but instead it's super slowed down. So it's like a two under three almost, and it is just hypnotic, really good. Oh, and I ordered Lou Reed, New York, one of my favorite albums ever. They re- it's re-released because um, of this special edition, and I guess they made up some cassettes as um, promos. So I ordered a brand newly made Lou Reed, New York cassette that looks like it came out in 1989 and it was like $8 or like 13 after all of the Discog stuff. But it was, I'm so happy to have it. Um, All right, moving on to books. Um, Let's see, I read Good Morning Midnight by Lily Brooks Dalton. It's a sci-fi book debut novel. Um, 
And I guess Netflix is making a movie of it So with George Clooney. And so I read the book and it is pretty good. Read it in a few days. It's a short novel. Um, let's see, I bought Rolling Stone magazine, which is fun. Print issue of their 500 top albums. So that was fun to read. Uh, I've been reading The Rub of Time, the Martin Amos latest collection of essays and reviews, which came out like last year. Um, so that's books. Beer, been drinking a lot of beer as always. Um, I don't know, just I continually every week at at least one of the two two um, or so threes brewing new releases. Um, I guess my latest, my latest um, uh, kick is Finback, which is they have a Brooklyn thing on President Street and it's directly across the street from one of Oliver's, from Oliver's like weekly play group activity. And so whenever I pick him up at, at the end of play group, I get there a little early and I buy some Finback across the street. Um, they're really good at these like kind of like single hop IPAs. Um, very good actually. And oh yeah, more for books. Um, I read the short story, uh, A is for Alone by Curtis Sittenfeld, which is in last week's New Yorker. And it was really good. And it was kind of like hitting home because I have to say, I think I have never felt more alone in my life than this year and the past six months, especially, I guess since my dad died. And um, yeah, even when I was like temping in Cincinnati, when I knew no one before I moved to New York after college, and I like literally had like one friend, I still feel more alone <laughs> than that. I guess you feel these lonely, loneliness feels different at different stages of life, but you know, it's just like stuck at home all the time. We're all getting on each other's nerves. Um, you know, Oliver, who I know, like, you know, loves me and we have a good time together, but he's not shy about just telling me he doesn't like me, doesn't want me around, doesn't like how I look or sound. He literally says he doesn't like how I look or sound, which is not great. Um, Julie doesn't want me around. It's just like, well, what, do, what am I supposed to do? We live in this tiny place and we can't go outside most of the time and everyone's home all day and stinks and I don't know what to do. So anyway, so then when I was reading this A for Alone, I was just like, oh man. And it's actually about, <laughs> it's about like being alone in a marriage and, and, and like having an affair and adultery. But anyway, but it made me think about just being alone in general and the existential feeling of it. Pretty sad. And now the holidays are coming up. So we'll see what happens. Um, looks like next year by summer, things might be a little more normal or back to normal or however you want to call it, but with um, these promising vaccines. But anyway, what a year. Can't wait for this year to be over. And I guess the first half of next year. Um, I guess I'll wrap it up. Episode 54 of the Conrad Life Report. Reach out and say hello. Oh, thanks to Pete in Cincinnati, Pete Shaddix, who called me up last week because um, I hadn't had an episode in a while. And it was nice to just talk on the phone with someone, <laughs> which I hadn't done in a long time. So um, thanks, Peter. Uh, okay, have a good week. And I promise it will not be six weeks till the next one. Not that you guys are totally waiting, but... Anyway, this has been episode 54 of the Conrad Life Report. It's Monday, November 16th, 2020. See you next time.